0: D-Mendy here from the Triple Play Fantasy Football Show, and if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. Welcome in to the Triple Play Fantasy Football Show. Your host with the most, David Mendelson, here. Here with my Goon Squad, my cast of characters, Eric
1: Mendelson. How's it going? Uh, birthday was a couple days ago. Still hungover, living the good life. Right, right.
0: Uh, you told me you didn't drink, so you lied to everybody.
1: Yeah, you know what? I was just trying to seem cool. You
0: called uh, me <laughs> I'm calling that out. And then we got uh, my friend John Van Eden. What's going on? How's it going? That's, everything's right when I hear your voice, man. We're, we're still living. <laughs> well, happy to have you guys on. As always, we got a, a great show. Um, we actually have an interview with former nfl tight end brandon Bostic, uh for that name if those that that sounds familiar to you guys uh he again was a five-year nfl vet um had some touchdown catches in his career uh unfortunately a lot of people associate his name with the the play in against the seattle seahawks a few years ago in the playoff game uh we do touch on that a little bit but uh he's a great guy and um Hope that you get to learn a little bit more about him just as a person from our interview. He was, he was a really gracious guy to give us his time. Um, but before we get to the interview, we're going to give you some news and notes. In advance of Tuesday's virtual owners' meeting, the NFL will expand the Rooney rule, which will now require additional interviews of minority candidates. According to NFL Network's Tom Placero, he reported Monday that the league will now be required to interview two external minority candidates for head coaching openings instead of the one minimum that was in place before this rule came about. So I'm asking you guys, A, do you like this rule? And B, do you see this stemming as something that is going to kind of grow into a bigger thing going forward? So, Eric, I'm going to start with you.
1: Yeah, I mean, I definitely think it helps a little bit. Um, you know, I think of Chiefs offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy. I think this gives someone like him a better chance of getting a job. It's kind of weird that the, the NFL has to incentivize people to try to hire more minority coaches. But if that's what it takes, then, then you know, so be
2: it.
0: John, what do you think?
2: I, I have no problem with the the change in the rule. It's just crazy, like Eric said the the Chief's offensive coordinator he can't he can't get an interview anywhere. He's <laughs> leading one of the best offenses in the past ten years, and nobody seems to want him for some reason. you know so I think uh, the mindset of the owners has got to change a little bit and the general managers they're too busy giving jobs to mediocre head coaches, sons and stuff like that rather than people leading prolific offenses. or people that are associated with Bill Belichick. Yeah, who never seemed to do good. <laughs> um,
0: I, I'm curious, I'm selfishly, I love Eric Bieniemy, so I, I'm kind of been happy he's been with us. But he definitely deserves the opportunity. Every, everybody on the Chiefs, just being a big Chiefs fan, everybody speaks the world of him, and that he holds everybody accountable, and that he's just a really good, tough-nosed, hard head coach. That's going to, I think, be really good for an organization. Our um, other bit of news we have: Tom Brady. Uh, And a handful of teammates took the field at Tampa's Berkeley Preparatory School, according to photos and a report published by the Tampa Bay Times. In these photos, Brady was wearing shoulder pads and a bright orange Nike practice jersey uh, that looks like it'll be the one he wears in Buccaneers practice. Uh, They were trying to get, I guess, some establishing some rapport. But I'm interested for your guys' thoughts. Is this something or is this nothing? John, I'm going to start with you.
2: This is nothing. I think other teams and other players have been doing this all off season, and it's only news because it's it's Tampa Brady. <laughs> <laughs> I had a joke, but yours is way better than mine. Eric, what do you think?
1: Uh, I think it's something because sounds like Brady's ignoring social distancing.
2: Oh, what if Gronkowski was coughing? Then now they all have it. <laughs> <laughs> No know make- Gronkowski doesn't cover his mouth when he coughs. I, I picture him just coughing square into his hands and then just, like, shaking your hand right after. I,
1: I always assume that he, like, stuck his neck out even further to let you know that he's coughing.
2: <laughs> Do you think him and Tom Brady share
0: a beer together? Like that Gronk's, like, drinks, that's like, some acidic. of it and
2: then... Uh, that's too acidic for Brady. He can't even have strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think did you guys uh, John brought this
0: up when we weren't recording did you so apparently there's a a documentary about Brady that's coming next
2: year yeah and I think I saw Roger Sherman on Twitter had the best take when he said it's not an insult to Brady to say he's not nearly as interesting as Michael Jordan that's true I think it's interesting because of
0: this Jordan documentary like he already been long retired but Brady will still be playing. So if there's some weird things that come out, like he's going to have to do it while he's currently playing. Like he, he's
2: producing it though. So there's n- probably nothing weird will come out. Ah,
0: that's, that's yeah. the kicker. That's the kicker. Yeah. Is um, this
2: circumventing salary cap rules?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I want one piece of juicy gossip to come out of that. I just need it.
2: One time he got less than eight hours of sleep before. Came. <laughs> that, that's all I can think of for him. He's too much of a machine, like a football playing machine. (laughs) Oh, man. Well,
0: uh, we appreciate everybody listening. We're about to get out of here and get to our interview with Brandon Bostic. Again, he really was gracious to give us his time. Uh, Great dude. And uh, we had a blast talking with him. Uh, Before we get out of here, is there anything you guys want to say to the listeners before we get to the interview?
1: Uh, Guys, follow us on Twitter, Instagram at Trip Play Fantasy. We are growing. We appreciate any follows, and uh, we might follow back. Who knows? Oh, give him a
0: tease, Eric. Um, John, anything you want to say before we get to the interview?
2: No, I'm all good. Let's get right to it.
0: I like it. A man, a few words. All right. Well, we will catch you guys next week. Uh, we have more guests coming. We have more position pre or division previews to continue on with uh, but for now please enjoy our interview with brandon Bostic. we welcome in brandon Bostic, five-year nfl vet brand played tight end for four organizations in his time in the nfl hauled in 17 balls for 186 yards and two touchdown and two touchdowns in his career and that's 17 more catches than anybody that's listening to this podcast right now. Brandon was a two-sport star at Newberry College where he played basketball and football and had almost 2,000 yards and 19 touchdowns in his career. So now Brandon is enjoying his retirement, and he's also an aspiring uh, coach for the young bucks out there. So, uh, And some fun facts about Brandon is he has a cousin, Keem Bostic, in the Astros minor league system and a sports management major, and I believe a May 2020 college grad, right? Yes, sir. Hey, man, that's <laughs> awesome. And uh, so you sport management, right? Yeah, sports management. That's awesome, because uh, Eric's, Eric's a sport management grad, too. Oh, uh, yeah. nice.
1: Graduated from uh, Towson Small School in Maryland. Uh, love that major. Hopefully you did as well.
3: I did. I did. It was tough, but I got it done. Hey, uh, so, I, so I understand – you're gonna be coaching uh the youths at Seguro High School in Scottsdale. Yeah, uh I'm gonna be coaching there this year. Like you said, I just got done with my bachelor, so now I'm just trying to go into coaching after my is done. And the school you're going to, I saw their
0: six-time champs or six time six P champs. Yeah, they're
3: uh it's a pretty big school out here in Arizona. They're pretty successful, so I think it's a good start. That's awesome. Is it like a head coach, like an O coordinator, tight ends coach? Like a coach.
0: Hey, that's awesome, man. You can just show those young bucks how to play. For sure. Um, so, first question we have, uh, how how you open up, like, holding up during this quarantine? I know it's hitting everybody in different ways. Are you staying busy
3: and um, finding things to do? Uh, yeah, I've been staying busy. Um, right now, I've, I've been training kids, so I do uh, personal training on the side, like little kids. So, I've been doing that, uh, just trying to stay in shape and just trying to find other things. Doing a lot of reading. During this quarantine, I was doing a lot of schoolwork, so that's all I've been doing, schoolwork, training kids, and just been hanging out, chilling. Playing a lot of Madden, too. You good? Yeah, I'm good. You want to play? <laughs> uh, maybe. What squad do you use? Uh, Texans. I'm on PlayStation.
0: Got you, got you. I, I'm more of an Xbox guy. I might have to make the switch over. Oh, uh, for sure. Um, so, Bran, we want to touch first on, um, go back to the NFC Championship game a few years back. Eric. Uh, what was your question? You wanted to specifically ask?
1: Yeah. So, for those not familiar, um, 2015 NFC Championship game with a little over two minutes left, the Seahawks um, trying on sidekick kick and um, you know successfully recover. I think anybody that was watching the game kind of knows what happened, and no need to touch on that. My question is, you know, there's there's a lot of cruel people out there, um, and unfortunately, with the day of social media, people will, you know, put things on the Internet that aren't really appropriate. I'm, I'm sure it wasn't easy with you know, the, a lot of the interactions. Um, this has actually probably happened to, to people in the past. I'm thinking of Kyle Williams with the 49ers when he fumbled in the NFC championship game 2011. Um, Bill Buckner, 1986, with the Red Sox, where the ball goes through his legs. Did any of those guys reach out to you and empathize or, or kind of advise of how to get through this tough situation?
3: Uh, it's crazy that you mentioned Kyle Williams. He's one of my good friends out here. He lives in Arizona with me. It's funny, I never, I, like, I kind of forgot about that play. I forgot that was him. So it's funny you bring that up. But uh, none of those guys, no, I never really talked to. The only guy I really talked to was uh, my running backs coach, Sam Gash. He played for the Browns, and uh, like, a while ago. And he was, And he's played running back, so he's running the ball. And he fumbled the ball in the goal line, and they lost the uh, game to go to the Super Bowl. So I talked to him when it first started, um, when the first play first happened. and He helped me get through it. and He uh, definitely gave me a lot of tips and help and definitely helped me uh, see the brighter side of that play. Yeah, and Brandon, we don't want to touch on that too much because, you know, everybody's
0: already seen it. And we want to kind of get to the other parts uh, of kind of your your life and your career, Um so we, uh, so again, we we know that you uh, we've caught a few touchdowns in your career. Uh, so, John, what was your question you wanted to ask?
2: I was going to say who who threw the better who threw the better ball because you know there's Aaron Rodgers, but that was a, a one yarder. But then the legend Scott Tolzien, uh, <laughs> you know, that one was a little bit longer. So, who threw the better ball between the two? Uh, to
3: be honest, with you, I think about I think Scott Scott threw the better ball. Exactly. <laughs> That was a tricky play because I ran, like, an out and up, so – and he's in man cover, so it was kind of a perfect ball. And the A-Rod catch, uh, to be honest, I don't know how I caught that ball. I don't even – I didn't even know I caught it. I just heard people scream. I'm like, oh, shit, touchdown. And he threw it <laughs> so fast. It happened so fast, I just closed my eyes and caught the ball. <laughs> so, Brandon, that was
1: actually Scott Tolzien's first touchdown pass was your touchdown catch. Who kept the ball between you guys?
3: Uh, it's funny. They said that uh, – like, no one, like, neither of us got it. Like, we both got our own personal football. So, like, no one got it, I guess, technically. <laughs> but they both gave us, a, like, completely different football. That's
0: awesome football. weird. Like, or personalized ball with bottom? the name on it. I mean,
1: yeah.
3: yeah um. Is that ball in the man cave? Oh, yeah, it's definitely in the man cave. <laughs> so, <I have> my- <laughs> uh, so,
0: you played for uh, four different organizations in your career, uh did you have a favorite out of the four places you were at
3: uh my favorite organization was probably the Packers that was my first organization so that was probably my favorite but the second favorite would have to be um the Cardinals because it's here where I live now so I was like at home and just playing football so it was kind of dope to be at home instead of being in uh Green Bay or New York where it's cold Minnesota where it's cold so that's how I feel about that
0: yeah so uh Kind of going back to talking, I know we touched on earlier about kind of what we're doing during this kind of pandemic. Do you think that football is going to change in any way for this upcoming season? Maybe besides just the fans, do you think the game is going to be played differently, or there's going to be uh,
3: different procedures put into place? Um, I don't think you can change the game of football. I mean, it's a contact sport. I mean, how are you going to play football? Like, um, I don't think you can change the game, but you can de- definitely put procedures in place, I guess, for the fans. So. It's interesting to see what they do. Me thinking NFL, I think there'll definitely be a season, and there'll definitely be fans out there, or fans who want to be there. They will be there for sure.
2: I I saw something where some company was trying to figure out how to put masks on the like that helmet, like that people aren't tackling each other.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw it too. I'm like, that's not gonna fall.
0: <laughs> so, Brian, so again, we talked about you catching some touchdowns in your career. So, what's a better feeling? Catching a touchdown. Or when you would block for somebody laying a guy out on the turf
3: uh, I would say getting that block for sure that's like man that's like man on oh man like I'm better than you so, so I, that's more personal getting laid out like damn bro you got me like I just, <laughs> just own you on that plate like that's definitely a better feeling now deeps, I know quitting cut like Nelson like
0: actually will taunt them would you like put them on the ground and like actually say something to them or would you just walk away after it uh, happened?
3: Me with my personal, like my personality, I'll just laugh. Like, I'll just make it funny as fuck. I don't know. I'm not really a a, comical, funny guy. I'm I'm not more of a shit talker. Uh,
0: So, going back to your playing days,
3: uh, you know,
0: everybody talks about how big the pro days and the combines. Everybody looks at all the numbers, and it's kind of, you know, quote unquote, the biggest test you take leading up to your NFL career. Were you nervous? uh for the process that you went through and do you feel like that there are some tests that actually are really important or are they just more just kind of pointless numbers that get paid too much attention to
3: uh i definitely think the 40 time matters but uh 40 time like the broad like some of that stuff matters but some of it doesn't it doesn't really translate to football success because some people can do train and do the drills good but then football field doesn't translate so i think that it'd be i think it needs to be more uh football oriented, more realistic like let's see what he can do guarding someone or blocking someone with pads on like that's more realistic I think but during my pro day I wasn't nervous uh I didn't really know what to expect so I was just I was young I was just ready for anything I I think I uh I think I definitely made it easier for me because I wasn't really expecting anything I wasn't expecting to go to NFL I was just giving it a try pretty much just seeing if I can make it or not would you, what would be the
0: number one piece of advice you would give to a young tight end prospect that's nervous going into the combine?
3: Uh, just, just believe in yourself, no matter what. Just always know that, um, just always believe in yourself and know your talent and just work hard and just do whatever it is it takes to get there. I mean, I came from Division two school and played five years, so if, if I can do it, I feel like anyone else can do it if they put the work in.
1: That's a good message. Brandon? So you said that you're a Madden player. I, I assume most people just don't say I'm gonna I'm gonna play Madden. I assume that you've been playing for a while. Did you ever play as yourself in the video games?
3: Uh, of course I did. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wish I still could. Did you uh did you change your rating at all, or did you like um did you do like a career mode with yourself, or like how did you do it? Uh, I just always would play with the Packers. Like when I was like like whatever team I was on, that's what I would play in the game, and, and and I would never edit it because. On the Madden game, I always had pretty good speed, so I was always fast. So nice. my speed would always be like eighty five. So I never really changed that. Did
1: you target yourself every play? Double coverage. I'm still targeting uh, myself. I can
3: make sure, most catch. of the time. That's, that was definitely the first look. <laughs> <laughs> did,
0: when you played online, did you tell people who you were when you played them? Or like did you like have a gamer tag that wasn't like your actual name?
3: Uh my gamertag is just Boom Bostic 86. So I guess if you watch football, you would know. But not okay. every people who I was. I mean, still to this day I play all the time and people I mean, I guess on like 2K, like you made two K, you can really figure it out because it has the football on top. So yeah. you can figure it out kinda. The hardcore football fans
0: know who yeah. no Brandon in Bostick. For sure. Um one other question uh before and then um we'll get to the last thing we're gonna get to. So uh when Kind of after football, it's it's such a grind with the, the workouts, the OTAs, the mini camps, the the what's required. You had to you know be bulked up uh, to handle the punishment of the game. Do you feel after you stepped away from the game, do you find either a that it was harder to keep up with a fitness regimen in the beginning, or b that you noticed that you uh, lost a lot of weight really quickly just because you didn't have to eat as much and and have the same
3: kind of nutrition that you did when you played uh well i think me personally i gained weight like when i was playing i was 265 now okay. I'm about 275 so it's definitely hard for me to stay in shape i'm older now i'm 31 so it's harder uh i don't eat as good i don't work out as hard i don't have practice i don't burn out the calories so and also i don't have a guy telling me what to do all day so i have to so now i have a personal trainer so um i'm trying to get back in shape so it's definitely easier when you're playing because you're younger your body's so used to playing games you're burning burn all the calories though
0: are you uh, on this upcoming season planning to to show the the kids at your high school just how you do it like you're gonna go on the field run some routes against them and just catch some balls uh
3: that's definitely a plan because I, like i said i want to get back in shape so um i want to get in shape because i might have to do some of that stuff but you just never know <clears throat> do you know what
1: play you're gonna call first some spider two wide banana first play of the season
3: uh, uh actually I actually haven't even learned the playbook yet. <laughs> 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 Corona stuff been going on, so we haven't really, I mean, like, you can only do so much, you know, like Zoom calls, but that's not really real football. Okay, so Brandon, this is probably be the last one before we
0: get to the last part. Uh, do you have, is, is, are the Cardinals your favorite team since you're from there, or do you still have a uh, loyalty, like, if you're watching a game, you're, you're a Packers fan through and through?
3: Uh, I'm definitely a Packers fan. Uh, first and then I like New York. I mean uh typically I like whatever teams like I have a lot of friends that still play so whatever team my friends play for that's who I, I root for. So what would be the ultimate Super Bowl matchup
0: for you where you'd be like these are the two teams I want in the Super Bowl. Uh, I'll love to
3: see Kansas City and uh the four nines again for sure. Ah uh, love it. Love it. but uh, a
1: different outcome, right?
3: Uh yeah for sure for sure. And then and then play another time. Oh, like uh, come on, Brandon. I'm Actually, like, LJ's it's funny.
2: Fan, 149ers fan, so they they love to hear that. <laughs> uh, nice. Well, y'all both can win one there. <laughs> it, it's,
0: it's funny because most of the people that don't know us, when we talk to them and they say, oh, you're just uh, front runner bandwagon. But, like, we've been fans since, like, the early, early 2000s. So it's, like, it was crazy oh, that they
3: actually made it that far. And, like, who's, the Chiefs won this year. Who's a 49ers fan? I am. Uh that's crazy. I remember we used to play it for it. I used to beat our ass every year. <laughs> like 2013, 14, 15, like when they had Kaepernick and uh,
1: mm-hmm.
3: like Kaepernick and all that.
1: Yeah, they, uh, that's the thing, is I have a few Packers fans and they always just had their number.
3: They did. I, bro. I think 2014
1: season opener, they're like, we're not going to let Kaepernick run. And he throws for like 425, five, yeah. three. Then we played them in the
3: playoffs at Lambeau and then we lost. I remember it was like, the coldest game ever or something crazy, like negative 16 degrees. Oh, man. Oh, I can't even imagine being out there in those games. Were you yeah. one of the
1: guys that, that decided to go sleeveless?
3: I mean, everyone on offense had to go sleeveless. Like, you couldn't wear sleeves if you're offense because they didn't want you, like, carrying the ball and the ball slip off your, like, your sleeve, you know? So you had to oh. go sleeveless. Like, the receivers and running backs. Oh, man. And tight ends. Um. All right, so Brandon, when we have guests on
0: here, we always like to close the interviews out with a little bit of this or that, all right? So just kind of rapid fire, just 10 questions. You tell me the first one that comes to your mind. Try not to overthink it, all right? All right, gotcha. All right, so first one, nacho cheese or Cool Ranch Doritos? Cool Ranch. My man. French toast or pancakes? French toast. (laughs) All right. I like it, I like it. Ninjas or pirates? Uh, Ninja, for sure. Have Cheeto fingers or a noticeable piece of broccoli stuck in your teeth? Cheeto fingers. Hot (laughs) Cheeto fingers. Uh, Would you rather win $50,000 or one of your friends win $500,000?
3: One of my friends wins $500,000. Nice, nice. Uh, Is the hot dog a sandwich, yes or no? Uh, it's definitely a sandwich. It's between- Why is it a sandwich? Wait, <laughs> a sandwich is two pieces of bread between two things, between one <laughs>
2: item. But it's technically one piece of bread. It's just cut down the middle.
3: Yeah, sandwiches
1: <laughs> are flat, right?
2: Sub rolls aren't flat. You call that a sandwich. Uh, I guess, I guess. All right. Would you rather
0: fight 100 duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck?
3: One horse-sized duck. i didn't even think about that one that was good i'm
1: i'm I'm taking brandon against the horse-sized duck
3: yeah i can i can i can hold my own against one person i feel like
1: yeah he's gonna put he's gonna put the horse-sized duck on the
2: ground and then oh
3: for sure (laughs) duck's going
2: to a glue factory
0: well if you had the 100 duck-sized horses you could like throw them on your grill or something
3: it's 100 of them it's too many
0: yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. David, you want people eating horse?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Uh,
3: all right. Be, it, be a
0: tree or you got to live in a tree the rest of your life. I'll live in a tree for sure. T- tree houses yeah. used to be dope when I was younger. <laughs> yeah, why do they not? It feels like no one knows what tree houses are anymore like or makes them anymore. I have a tree house
3: in my backyard. It was also- outside that
0: much. That's true. Because with all the technology. Um, all right. Always feel the urge to pee. Or never know when you have to pee and it just comes out. Never know when have to pee.
3: <laughs> then
0: you gotta wear like an adult diaper all the time or something.
3: <laughs> I
0: don't know, that's a weird question. I gotta, I got have you ever been asked these before? No, never. That's what I'm saying. I gotta make it different.
1: Hey, man, it took you 20 minutes to find out that David's weird.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, last one. Would you rather wake up naked at the football facility or wake up 20 miles from home in the woods? Uh, i wake up naked at the football facility. But then what if people see you, man? Like, if you're 20 miles from home, you could just, you know, kind of make your way back home with no one seeing you. There's nothing good 20 miles from where I'm from. So, <laughs> like, desert? Yeah. Oh, man. Hey, those are some good answers. I, I can't argue with uh with those answers. Um hey man, we really appreciate having you on and giving us your time, man. It, it was a real uh, blast having you on. Dude, Brandon,
1: man. if you're ever in the Maryland area, man, we owe you a beer.
0: For sure, man. I will reach out to you guys. Yeah, dude, we crabs and uh we do crabs and uh and beer, and uh that's what we do. For sure. I'll reach out to you. And not football. No, <laughs> well, and <sure>. football,
3: yeah. Family out there, so I'll definitely reach out to you guys. All
0: right, man, man. Thanks again. We appreciate it. Sounds good, man. Thanks. You.
2: Your upcoming season. Yes, sir. Stay safe. Well, that was a great interview with Brandon Bostic. Certainly has a, a bright future ahead of him, uh, coaching in Arizona, and we wish him all the best. Uh, thank you for joining Triple Play Fantasy.